Welcome to episode 454 of Outlandish Podcast. I'm your host, Matt. We may have Justin. I'm so glad that uh, the address bar of Zencaster puts the title in the address because if it didn't have it up there, I would not know what episode we. I mean, even though I just typed it in just like five minutes ago, <laughs> I would be like, uh, 450 something I don't know <laughs> Hey we had a uh, just tweeted about uh, cleaning 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 around the house cleaning out closets and stuff like that just trying to get rid of everything that's like just you, you especially like you know when we when we parted ways from living together mm-hmm and like you just box up. I, I mean, I know. I don't know about you. How much have you unboxed when you moved up there? Like, did you leave a uh, lot of it boxed already? I, it's funny you ask that because I was just thinking about that the other day. Um, thinking about all the stuff I still have that's right. just put away. Yeah, and and the thing, and it's funny to me because when I moved out of the apartment we shared in 2012, I think. Um, yeah. I threw away like three garbage bags worth of stuff. And I don't even felt like, I don't even feel like I had that much stuff. That was just stuff that was in my closet. I mean, mostly it was clothes that I, for whatever reason was still keeping. Um, and then when I moved here, I, went even further and threw away like even more stuff that I thought I would never throw away or, or got rid of or gave away. Um, like I gave away like all of my video games that I didn't think I would ever play again or, or, or set them aside to sell, which I fucking still haven't done. And all that is to say that I still have like several drawers. There's a couple, like there's like the way my room is constructed. There's like a low closet, area like storage area that's like built into the wall it's like three feet high or maybe two and a half feet high and that's got little you know little boxes in there and then you know there's stuff in the closet and it's just like why do i have all this shit right that's what i'm saying like i i was going through i have like i probably had like six to eight boxes in uh my guest bedroom closet and i was like you know I'm, i just need to clean all this out i need to look through it uh, it's been sitting here probably since, you know, tw- 2012, uh, where I had just boxed up stuff and then I stored it and I don't, I never looked at it. And so I just started pulling out stuff and I took pictures of stuff and posted on Twitter. And there was one of them was like a computer gaming world magazine that had like burning crusade. And like, it was like a upcoming article about, you know, what's, what's coming up in burning crusade and all this stuff. And. I took a picture of that and posted it, and one of yeah. our listeners wrote in about how that was like, oh, the glory days of the podcast, and we did all these kind of things and everything, and mm-hmm. you know, we did the parodies, and we did the commercials, and we were excited about WoW, and you know, it's just, it's, it's interesting to think about life, like the course of life, 
Like, yeah. and like, you know, I think I, I texted you and John about how we're now the age that our parents were, you know, when we were like 12, 13, 14, whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's just interesting to think like, was their mindset how my mindset is right now? <laughs> like, you know, cause when we were 12, well, except we kind of know that it's not right. Like we know who our parents were. Yeah. But I'm saying like, do we, do, I mean like, or did we know like parent, like did they put on a face for us? Like, Think about it. I mean, like when we were 10, 12, 13, whatever, we didn't know like work, you know? Yeah. Yeah. We didn't that's know true. That aspect of like, you know, like I think about like, you know, I've been, I've been at the job I've been at for. Se- it'd be 17 years in April. And yeah. I'm thinking like, you know, my mom, she worked for the government. And I remember her, you know, she would talk about coworkers or complain about stuff. And, you know, as a kid, you're just like, whatever, I deal with school. You know what school is like. You <laughs> <Yeah>. know, <laughs> I don't give a shit about your work problems. Yeah, it's like, I've got it well, tough. Yeah, the, 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 the times that has really drawn it into focus for me is I remember when my mom would take me to work. Um, and it's not like she would, like, take me to work. It's not, it wasn't like bring your kid to work thing it was usually i don't i I can't even imagine what the scenario was but usually like she had to like run by work while we were off uh, or something yeah like a parent Um, teacher conference day or something you know one of those days yeah something like that and she had to like run by to get her check or something because you know that's that's what you had to do back in the day uh and i remember being you know like introduced to co-workers who'd be like oh my gosh he's gotten so big and you know like i didn't hate it but at the same time i didn't you know, it was a chore to go through. Right. Um, Cause you don't care about these adults and, and, you know, then, you know, mom and them would get into a conversation because that's what fucking adults do. And it's like, I just want to go home so I can play with whatever, you know, toy or whatever. <laughs> and yeah. so it drew it into focus when people would bring their kids to work. And I would be like, wow, I'm on the other side of that now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm the coworker. That has look to at like, him. He's all grown up. Look, look at, at that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, you know, now I have a nephew who I have watched grown from a baby and I have to stop myself being from being like, wow, look how big you've gotten. <laughs> yeah. Like every fucking, you know, family member. My dad had a big family, you know, and that would always be, you know, those comments. So it's weird being on the other side of it. Yeah. Well, I mean... Seth is probably going to be a, a teenager here shortly. So, yeah, that's wild. I mean, it's 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 just yeah, it's just it's just interesting to think about like you know, were our parents like I guess like were they into the hobbies? Like did they did they end up dropping their hobbies or what, you know, for us? Like or you know, like I mean like Yeah. Yeah, I feel like 20s the twenties the are when people stop. Well, I don't know. I, like my mom, I don't, I don't know. She is big into gardening and she has been all, all my life that I've known. I don't know if she was into that as like a 20, you know, like a, a 20 something 
or if that's something she picked up. Meanwhile, my dad, like his main hobby his whole life was hunting. Yeah. But ever since he was a kid, you know, like his, his dad took him hunting. So he's always been into that. Um, bowling was the only other hobby that he had. And I know that he used to be like a really good bowler in his, in his younger days. And he's now picked up again, but he didn't, he didn't do it while, um, well, they were raising us, you know, it was definitely like, like work. <laughs> I just, it's hard for me to, as someone who is childless and never plans to have a child to not look at people with children and be like, well, that's, that's your life. Now you work, sleep and take care of kids. <laughs> and I know that's not true. Obviously these people do things besides that. I don't know when the hell they find the fucking time. Yeah. I would say I, it's probably like a 80, 20, 75, 25, maybe I would think. It's really, it's probably, yeah. As far as splitting, like, what do you mean? Yeah. Personal time versus families, you know, kids time. Like I, I I assume like, you know, it, I assume as the kids get older, you feel like you have more liberties, but I look at that also as like almost how we use our prime life to work and our deteriorated life to enjoy it, (laughs) enjoy our free time. Yeah. You know, it's it's really just society in general. Like I was listening to uh before we started recording, I was watching a YouTube video of uh Alan, Alan Richson. I think that's the guy's name, Alan Richson. Uh he's the guy that just did the Reacher show. I tweeted about him. Um but he did he's done the Reacher show on Amazon Prime and he was on Teen Titans. As Hawk. Oh, the actor. Okay. Uh, yeah. And uh, he was on Michael Rosenbaum. I can never remember how to pronounce that his last name. The guy that played Lex Luthor on Smallville? Yeah. It's either Rosenbaum or Rosem- R- R- Rosenbaum. Oh. I don't know. I always, I always get that confused. But anyways, you know who I'm talking about. Uh-huh. He was on a podcast, I guess, with that guy. And he was talking about how, like, he's he's had a lot of success but he never felt fulfilled like he always he he got to a point in his career that he thought like i'm up here you know but i'm still like i'm it's just it's still shit up here like it's just like i'm not feeling satisfied or anything like that and i was thinking like today when he was talking about it i was like yeah i mean like i think he quoted maybe oh he quoted uh jim carrey saying like i wish everybody could have all the money they want because they'll realize that that still doesn't give them the happiness. And I was like thinking, well, I mean, like to me, (laughs) the problem with life though is responsibility. Yeah. Like, I mean, like who said that Jim Carrey, it was some kind of quote, Mm. like, you know, talking about how he wishes everybody would get what everything they desire so they can find out like, that's not, it still doesn't bring him happiness, I guess, or something. Someone yeah, that. it's it's a very, like, whatever he said, I, I think I understand the point he was making, but it definitely comes off as, like, uh, even if you had money, you wouldn't be happy, which, like, it's, it's a very privileged thing to say. Yeah, right? I feel like people that are rich say that. Right, um, and, I, and, and, I, and I don't think that, like, I think he's just trying to say you know, money doesn't buy happiness. It doesn't solve all your problems, which like, yeah. okay, good job. Like that's, <laughs> you know, it's like fifth grade philosophy right well, there. Just, yes. Well, we understand. Just, 
but it, yeah, but it totally speaking. does in this fucking world we live in it buys yeah. if nothing else it buys you peace of mind the 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 knowledge that if you get hurt you're not going to have your life savings drained by medical bills yeah you know the knowledge that you can like actually go ahead and schedule those doctor's appointments and, and get this checked out get that checked out because you're not going to get nickel and dimed with co-payments and whatever else or you know you're not gonna have to argue with the insurance company about what needs to be paid for you don't have to worry about your retirement uh account and how you're not contributing it enough um yeah and i mean just the day in day out of you know having to work having to deal with stuff that Mm -hmm. you probably don't want to deal with Mm -hmm. um i mean like i was thinking yeah when he was saying that i was just like thinking like if if i had if i didn't have to worry about money like if i literally if if you took away that aspect of people's life where they could do they could go into any store they wanted to get whatever they wanted to they could order stuff online whatever they wanted to it was just nothing everything was free like do you know how much better people would probably feel yeah like i mean like if if you didn't have to worry about you know adhere putting in 8 to 10 hours a day or doing you know 12 hour shifts or whatever if you could if you could do the hobby that you want to do or live the life that you wanted to live without having to worry about putting in hours at the job and clocking in clocking out and having somebody else be your supervisor or whatever the hell you your issues are with working I mean, everybody's life would be so much more pleasant, I think. Now, whether or not, you know, I mean, there'd probably be, you know, there's always going to be cons to pros, usually. Uh So I'm sure they would, you could easily come up with like, well, blah, 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 blah. And I'd be like, yeah, okay, I can't really defend that. But I'm just thinking like, if I didn't have to deal with what I have to deal with on a daily basis for work and stuff like that, or my life would just be a lot better. <laughs> and I'm sure yeah, exactly. that can be said about a lot of people's lives. So, um, that's why it's just, I don't know. I just, the older I get, the more bitter I get about the world and about, you know, the people I follow online about, about the way I'm spending my money and the people I spend my money on and, and, and people, like I try to avoid all that stuff because like it doesn't it's not healthy to be bitter towards those kinds of things but to see someone who like makes it big on Instagram or TikTok or something and they're just like you know it's the little things in life you just got to you know you got to experience life how you can how you can take it you know or whatever dumb little truisms that have <laughs> nothing to do with me right <laughs> Like, I don't want to hear the opinion of someone who has become an Instagram star as far as that kind of shit is concerned. Like, make content for me and shut the fuck up. It's almost kind of how I feel about it. Well, you know, and speaking of that, I, I, I had my notes here. So, uh, there was a, a person that tweeted out, that came across my Twitter about, I guess there it was a tweet that they were going to, I think it was square. Like 
the president of Square or some somebody in the game industry said that they wanted to remake stuff in like 2D pixel art or something like that. And this one person had tweeted like they said, on the one hand, I do like the look. On the other hand, I'm tired of remakes and it's just a reminder that they are long past their glory days. And I started to type out a tweet about like how we we complain about shit that really has no bearing on it. Like it's just opinion. Like like this person is complaining about a company making a remake of a game in 2D pixel art. Okay, you don't fucking like it. Shut the fuck right. up. Yeah, like, you don't have to play it. You don't have to buy it. It's it, somebody else maybe likes it, and they and you know this company is putting out they're they're remaking a game in a different art style. I get that it's not for you. Okay, you ain't gotta like you know kind of dog shit on it or complain mm-hmm. about it or, because it's like it's like you walking into a. I, I was gonna use the analogy of, but it doesn't really fit. Of like you walking into a buffet and complaining that they have this kind of item at the buffet, like. <laughs> okay, just don't get the fucking item then. Yeah, right. Like, just I well, mean, oh, like, sir, sir, um, I'm sorry. Whether could you not find something to your liking? No, no, there were plenty of things I liked. Yeah, but this thing was on it, and I don't like that. I don't like this, so I'm going to complain. And it's like, just, <laughs> just fucking walk on. Like, just yeah. go. Just shut the yeah. fuck up. Like, don't say anything. It's not. I get you don't like it, and so I find that a lot of times I'm seeing stuff posted on Twitter or something like that. And I'll start to type out stuff and I just go, no, man, I just, mm-hmm. yeah. you have your opinion. I just, I have a mm-hmm. difference of opinion about it, but I don't want to go into it. It's not really, you know, you're entitled to your opinion and I'm not going to go down that road. You just stay, you know, I disagree, but mm-hmm. us arguing about it doesn't really accomplish anything. I have to stop myself and, and it's fucking Twitter's, I swear they are rabble rousers. Like they want you <laughs> to engage. Who's that? And get I mean, like people. Twitter. Cause, cause I don't like, like I have to, I've got all these muted terms. <laughs> right. Um, because I don't want to see what my friends who, like, I don't want to randomly see accounts in my feed that my friends follow that I don't follow. I don't randomly want to see a tweet that they liked. Um, because sometimes something they liked is something I just disagree with and I want to like respond to the tweet, but it's, that's so fucking stupid. I don't even follow those people. I wouldn't (laughs) even have seen it if Twitter hadn't just randomly decided to show it to me. So like, sometimes I'll like start to, and I'm like, no, why the, what the fuck, why'd I do this This waste of my time? It's doing nothing but putting negativity in the world for no good reason. It's not like they were someone I follow. It's not like they messaged me, you know? It's just the fucking algorithm decided to show it to me. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. I mean, it's just, I don't know. But it's just interesting to think, like, where we are at and and our stage of life now, Justin. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking the other day, like, if I had a time machine, you know, and I went back. Or I brought my past self to see myself today, like that conversation, you know, like how would, how would my younger self feel about my older self? Like, 
Would they feel like I've accomplished stuff? Would they feel like I'm in a good place right now? You know, would they be, would they be content with this aspect of my life? And, you know, if, if you look at your life through the lenses of you as a teenager or a child or whatever, and you don't like it, maybe we should change it. Right. I mean, yeah, I don't know. It is, it's very weird to get old. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you know, yeah, I was, well, take away. I think like, like a, did I, did I talk about playing with like a kid on Fortnite last time? I, uh, I don't think. Uh, yeah, I know you were talking about playing <laughs> Fortnite. Yeah, and then like uh, these these kids were asked. You know, I I got in like I was playing with a couple of kids, and they like invited me to a room or whatever. I started playing with them. I was like, "This is wrong. This is weird. Like I should." Yeah, 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 Like, like I'm 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 a forty year old man, a forty one year old man over here, like playing. I'm playing a game. Cause I like to play games, but I'm playing it with kids. I don't know. It's just, you know, it's strange. It's it's not my kids. It's somebody else's kids. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's just odd. Like that. That's, that is a normal process now in this world compared to, you know, 15, 20 years ago. And that's another thing is just thinking about how much technology has improved in our lifetime. Justin, I mean, like, you know, yeah. when we were kids, when we were kids, this didn't exist. I mean, you had to go outside and play, or you had to go to a neighbor's house and <laughs> interact. Or yeah, you could you, you could not find. I mean, that's the thing that blows my mind the most is the internet is infinite entertainment. And as when we were kids, just like you said, you had to go outside and play, or like, oh, I want to play a video game. You you couldn't just download a free Your one game video game. You had yeah. to either you know go buy it or go rent it and if you needed to go rent it you know like you had to like oh hope mom's going to the grocery store or whatever you know and that's that's assuming that you know she'd be willing to rent that for you uh or you know if you turned on the tv it's just that's just you just watch what's on (laughs) yeah you had like maybe four channels i guess yeah exactly yeah no i know when i was i mean we didn't get cable until i was like 10 so yeah. We had the the four basics plus like a Christian channel <laughs> or two, um, and you know we grew up with V. I, I guess I guess that's not completely right because we grew up with VHS. Um, so you did have on demand programming if you could built a library, <laughs> and I, we wore the shit out of our Star Wars and Indiana Jones and Flight of the Navigator yeah. taped off taped off the TV tapes. But yeah. yeah, now kids these days, like they, they, uh, they have infinite time filling ability. The majority of them do. Yeah. Well, yeah, the majority. Um, yeah, they're just so much more worldly, I think because of the internet, we, yeah. you know, we're all much more connected to the world and to the pulse and that's kind of the problem right like that's ultimately a lot of what we've been talking about is there's just too much information and so much of it is so unimportant that's something i've been trying to be more cognizant of is not wasting my time uh 
reading through things that ultimately don't affect me and I, I don't need to care about. Because there's so many things that, like, even if you paid attention to things that do affect you and you do need to care about, you still wouldn't have enough time. <laughs> uh. So what are you doing then? So, instead, I load up games like Final <laughs> Fantasy VII Remake. That you hate, which, apparently. Which is a remake, <laughs> which I don't like, and is a remake of a game from when I was a kid. Because <laughs> that's the other thing about getting old, is you tend to gravitate towards the things that you knew when you when you were younger. Um, yeah, I don't remember you playing much Final Fantasy. Well, that would be because when Final Fantasy VII came out, that was before we were hanging out. And mm-hmm. when Final Fantasy... Eight came out. I had moved to Jonesboro. Um, yeah, Final Fantasy Seven came out like fall. I don't even of remember. 19... Did you even play Final Fantasy Ten? Yes, that okay. was on the PS Two. Borrowed that from Corey, who uh, got a copy. And then you and and that's it. Matt, we have named the three Final Fantasy games I have uh, played to completion. <laughs> um, well, I mean, like, is there outside of... It's the same kind of core mechanics, right? No, I actually. Mean, I, well, I mean... Uh, to I mean, someone who doesn't system, play RPGs, right? yeah. Yes, they're all RPGs. They're all, you know, effectively turn-based. Although, yeah, starting with... Right? I think starting with uh, was eleven the online one. I think eleven yes. was the online one. So then yeah, 12, was 12 was the first one where it was kind of like an active battle system as opposed to um, Just queuing you know, up stuff. Yeah, as opposed to like you know splitting the the screen between two sides and you take turns. <laughs> uh, and I remember buying and playing twelve. Uh, while we were living together, and the reason you don't remember that is because I, I put like three hours into it and then did not like it. <laughs> Luckily, I bought it on sale. Um, so I've kind of and 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 you know, like thirteen came out, didn't get great reviews. Um, I didn't like what I was seeing of that. And then fourteen was the online one, and they put out fifteen a few years ago, and it got like okay reviews. I might play that one. I don't know. Problem That's the, the one last... where you're driving the car, right? Yeah, 15 is the, 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 dude, uh, the dude road trip one. Yeah. The, the sync road trip. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, so Final Fantasy, they, 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 they've been working on the remake of Final Fantasy VII for literally decades, basically. <laughs> I think they first teased it like in 2006 for the PS3. Uh, and then eventually it came out in spring of uh, 2020. And, and and instead of remaking the game, as it turns out, they just remade like the first 10 hours of the game, maybe a quarter, a third. I don't even know what you would say. Um, but, you know, I, I saw like I saw some pretty, you know, it's it, it looked like something I wanted to try out. So I waited for a sale and I bought it and started it up and I think I ended up putting like well I'll just I'll just say that it just mm, I don't like the writing or the characters or the pacing. 
it well, all of all of that of the game is excruciating. I'll definitely say I watched and I watched a play like a playthrough. Oh yeah, of it, mm-hmm. and it looked like it was going to be very tedious. I mean, just very. It's a great word around, for it, Matt. Yeah, like mm-hmm. just doing a bunch of stuff, and I was all like, "Boy, I'm glad I'm just watching the highlights on this one because." <laughs> yeah. like, cutscenes and stuff because i would not want to because like the areas and stuff look like they were very vast and like i i know i don't know how much you've played how much have you have you done stuff at like a factory or whatever yet yeah so the it just looks like the factory area was gonna be like oh this has got like five levels on it yeah so it's gonna be a dungeon the first i probably played like the first third maybe a little over the first third of the game um you know spoilers for final fantasy 7 <laughs> but basically you play as cloud who is a mercenary and the game starts with like it just it just jumps into you are on a mission like it starts with a train pulls up and cloud and some other characters jump off the train and like knock out some guards and you quickly realize that you are helping these people on a bombing mission, like basically a terroristic bombing mission. Yeah, he's like but, a mercenary, right? Yeah, exactly. You're just you're just in it for the money. As it turns out, the 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 people you're with are echo terrorists, and they're blowing up a a power factory because the power factory sucks energy from the planet that you they're on. Um. So you do that little that little bit, and you end up like going back to the little slum town with the people, and from there you can take on some side quests. And like right off the bat, it's like, okay, go kill these mutant rats. <laughs> Literally, like, kill some rats. Level up. Uh, yeah. And uh, I, I did those things, and honestly, I didn't dislike those things too much because it, there weren't too many of those quests, and um, you know, I wanted some. Want a little money and some, some, a little money and some experience, and the and the and the, the combat was like it was, it's fine. It's it's kind of a it's it's kind of hard to explain, but the combat is like it's real time. Like you basically you come upon an enemy, and you go into like a little battle arena of the area. Yeah. You pretty much like can swing your weapon and and to do, in doing so builds up a meter and then you can use that meter to say cast a spell or do a special attack. Uh, the spell if you cast a spell it also costs magic points MP. Um, and when you when you when you're building up that meter when you when you have enough meter to do a special ability you just like you basically it basically pauses the action with a button press you can like select what you want to do via the menu. It doesn't pause it. It just makes it like super slow-mo. Yeah. Um, it's like, uh, what was it? Fallout? Like I guess? Oh, Oh yeah. The VAT system. Exactly. It's yeah. very, a lot like the VATS system. Um, and that, I, I wasn't loving that combat because it was kind of simple. And because you are running around with two to three, one to two other party members it's 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 a you can switch between those members but i found the ai for the party members to be bad enough that the game clearly wants you to be switching around regularly but it's just a lot to keep up with and if you're fighting like more than three enemies at a time like it just it just feels like it's hard to avoid 
taking damage. I felt a little out of control, but whatever. I was pulling along, except like the the writing and the character dialogue and all of that is just like it's. I mean, the best way to describe it to me is like it's written for twelve year olds. I don't like the 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 acting is extremely melodramatic, and none of the characters are engaging, and it's very quote-unquote anime bullshit <laughs> particularly the women um what are you talking about man i like me some tifa man yeah you like I'm some, some tifa some, some tita i mean tifa <laughs> um i don't know what the other girl's name is Aerith or jesse oh yeah i was all like oh you know i kind of jesse was all like flirting and shit i feel like she's mm-hmm. flirting all throughout that game you're like dying yeah. girl you need to get off <laughs> off me well, it's funny because Tifa and Aerith uh, are the main characters from the original game. They end up in right. your party, and there's kind of like a love triangle thing with Cloud. And in this game, they took Jesse, who was like had all of three lines in the original game, and like completely build out, filled out her character. Oh, yeah. Um, you end up doing like story missions along with her, and she is like. And now it's a, a love rectangle, I guess. <laughs> um, well, like my thing is like in that game, there were like Tifa, Tifa, and him have like this history. Yeah, and like they, I was they like, appear oh, okay. to have grown up. Yeah, and I was like, I don't really know how any of the other women can really compete with this part. Uh, <laughs> like, well, yeah, you know that, like people tend to tend to want something new when they get when they grow up they don't they don't you know they don't want the person that they've known since they were a kid they want the the new hotness um but yeah so basically i did you go back to the slum you do some quests there you do some new shit that they added to this game that is completely inconsequential um mostly having to do with jesse and then you run off to do another factory mission, which kind of goes awry. And at the end of that, you you know, Cloud gets uh, he he falls down uh, to a slum area below, and that's where you come across Aerith. And I, you have to do a little fight there, and then you run around with Aerith, being annoying. And that's where I put the game down because like <laughs> the night before was when I was like running through the factory that I was just talking about. And, yeah. and that's to your point, like that second factory is so drawn out unnecessarily yeah. and tedious. Yeah. yeah. It looked like just, a lot like, of, you can, it looked like it was going to be a lot of shit, man. Like, it yeah. Took and, them... and it's, and it's one of those, it's one of those things where you can feel the fluff. You can feel the development. Namish. <laughs> yeah exactly you can feel them just like stretching it out and you know between that and the combat which i just wasn't loving i guess the... i should say fake planet namek <laughs> yeah right two or three fucking five well, six episodes of shit that you don't really has no bearing whatsoever on this story. Mm-hmm. and you're just like dude just get to it man yeah um so that at that point, I just put the game down because, like, you know, I'm not going to tell anybody that it's a terrible game. Um, I'm going to well, tell you that I disliked it heavily, and at that point, I realized that, like, I'm just not I'm not enjoying myself. Why would I keep playing this game? Yeah. So that brings up an interesting point. Like, I I, I put put in my show notes. I was I was watching a movie. Um, 
I don't remember what movie I was watching. Uh, but oh, it was the new Kingsman movie, um, which I saw was on the Hulu. Prequel. Yeah, and I was like, oh, okay. I, I, I was like, damn, this. I thought this was supposed to be in theaters. I guess I missed that completely. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I think it so, came out like towards the end of last year. Yeah, and so like I was like, okay, I'll put this on, and I was like, isn't it pointless to have tension? With the main character. Like. It, it would be like. I guess it's like tension in a video game. Like. You know nothing's probably going to happen to Cloud's character. Or if it does you just restart and you got to beat it anyways. Mm. So like. I don't know. It's just. It, well it is the classic question like, Matt. Right? Like, yeah. Like. what? You know nothing's going to happen to the main character. But you know. The, the, the idea is that they the storytellers create an interesting story anyway. Right. That they, that they, they don't need to convince you that some, that the main character might die. They just need to tell an interesting story around the main character anyway, or, you know, like they, you can, you can threaten things that the main character cares about, I guess. Um, although that gets problematic too, but yeah. So you're saying that there were scenes in the Kingsman where you're like, I don't even know what the point of this fight is because I know yeah. that I know I know it's it's going to come out okay. <laughs> yeah, you know it's you know the hero's going to survive. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I guess based on the first, have you seen the first Kingsman movie? Yes, you know, that's the only Colin one I've Perth seen or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like I guess if you go off that, like in that movie, uh, you. It, there's an there's a twist in there, and you're like, oh, okay, I didn't see that coming. So, I mean, I guess, I guess, you can have scenarios where characters of interest might be put at risk. I don't know. I don't know. It's just I I I feel like it's like I watched Amazon Prime just put out a movie. Uh, it has. Charlie Day and this actress, this comedic actress, I cannot place her name, um, but she was on SNL for like one or two years, and um, but it's a it's a it's a rom com, and I I was like ah oh, you know I'll watch this it's got Charlie Day in it, and I was like you know I know how this is gonna play out, we all know how rom com is gonna play out Justin, <laughs> I mean at yeah. the end it's always going to end the same damn way where the two characters find each other. It's all about the journey of like, and in this rom-com, it was about these two characters having, uh, being broken up with and them wanting to help each other get their loved ones back. But you knew at the end, they would just realize that they, they wanted to be together. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, like yeah, that's, that's the kind of. I mean, like rom coms almost almost always. It's like, well, we we're we're together for business. Yeah, <laughs> you know, we're together. You're together because a, either you're put in a really awkward situation, yep, yep. or you work together. Mm-hmm. Uh, you met at a friend's wedding or some shit, right? Whatever. Your best, your, your best friends married each other, and so now you've got to be friends with their friends or some shit yeah. like that. Or... Oh, wait. Right, wait, in this movie, 
is this is the premise that the 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 guy and the girl their significant others cheated on them with each other no 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 like charlie day's girlfriend and this female actress's boyfriend they they broke up with each other okay okay right and And then they got together and then like they worked in the same office building charlie day and this female actress yeah, and, and uh, they they both were broken up at this on the same weekend or something, and so they meet each other, you know, kind of depressed or whatever. And they're like, "You want to talk about it?" And they talk, and they're like, "Hey, we could, we should try to get them back." You know, I'll do this with your girlfriend, and I'll break them up, and then you break. You know, it's it's just them right colluding. Right. And right. then ultimate, but but with them colluding so much that they end up, of course, spending a lot of time together and falling in love. Of course, of course. Except you got to have that moment, you know, just after the third act or the second act or whatever, you know, towards the end of the movie, oh. where oh, they like they have a crisis of faith, like they realize oh, yeah. that they're that they're into each other, but then you got to have the moment where like they they have the opportunity to go the other way or whatever, yeah. and then they yeah then they, somebody then they know then they realize. You know, one of the other realizes, like, no, I'm in love with, uh, you yeah. know, whoever. Yeah, somebody either self sabotages it, or you know, something happens that causes a rift, and then somebody has to find, crawl back, and like find yep. their true self in the third act. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's it's typical. One rom-com. of them is at the airport because they're leaving town. Oh man, <laughs> yeah. Or you gotta, they, you gotta yeah, hop in they, the cab. They, yeah, <laughs> they're about to leave for their new job across the country right, or something. Right, another another area. Yeah, commit yeah. like I don't know how many felonies to stop stop what? them from leaving. <laughs> yeah, well, and 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 of course that's what people who watch those movies want to see. Or, or I will say, like, it's not that you are there to see how the story plays out. You're there because you want to see likable characters, you know, and they have funny comments and they have interesting conversations and all that. It's it's like it's like a superhero movie. You know, we still go to see the superhero movies, even though we know that the superheroes are going to win in the end. <laughs> There's going to be a bad guy and the superheroes are going to win. But it's it's about how they craft that story to make that interesting and fun and if that's not enough for you, you know, like if you start to realize, like, I'm sick of this this genre and the way this happens, then, you know, it's probably time to try a different genre or look for the quirkier films. Right. Like that's how people end up watching weird independent movies. Has that, has that goat movie come out? Uh, lamb? <laughs> yeah, I, don't I think know. I think so. I do not want to see that. It just looks fucking... <laughs> looks freaky to you. It does, man. I'm just going <laughs> to yeah, I saw. I actually couldn't help myself, and I read like most of the premise somewhere, yeah. and I was like, "Wow!" Because spoilers for Lamb, apparently, the these people in like Iceland or a place like Iceland, Scandinavian country, they're farmers. Right. They have they they're they're or they're lamb ranchers or whatever you would call that. And one of the lambs, or one of the sheep, has a a baby, baby that has like human. a 
Yeah, like it's like Half a human lamb. head or something, I think, or maybe no, it's it like has, a baby with it's a... the opposite way. It's okay. It's got a, so it's it's got a, a human lamb, baby with a lamb head, lamb top, human body. Okay, and they start taking care of it because, of course, it's the you know it's the classic like they can't have a child or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then I stopped reading in the part where like the sheep, the mom sheep, keeps like following uh-huh. them around. Oh yeah, yeah. It gets real fucking creepy, bro. Like that like, trailer, man. Ah! That trailer made it seem like it was gonna get fucking weird, man. I was like, I can't have none of so this. So exactly that. Like, if you're sick of rom coms <laughs> yeah. and superhero movies, Lamb is there waiting for you. <laughs> yeah, because I was like, Nah, man, I'm out on this. Well, it's like, what was the name of that one movie? Has Adrian Brody Splice? Oh yeah. Like, have you ever seen? Sp- you saw Splice, didn't you? That's yeah, you yeah. <laughs> Like that movie, it's like what the fuck, man! Like that's that's a great movie because I mean it's not a great movie, but no. If nothing else, you didn't know where that movie was going, <laughs> <laughs> and it goes, buddy. <laughs> well, I mean, I knew where it was going. The creature was female, male instincts. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it was vaguely. If it has a vagina. The guy's gonna get in the there. The guy's gonna get up in it. <laughs> All up in them guts. <laughs> Ugh. God damn that movie. And then obviously, once it becomes a guy, it's gotta get all up in them female guts too. <laughs> Life finds a way, Justin. <laughs> Just thinking about how that movie ends. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say Lamb could be a sequel to that almost. I don't know. Cause that movie just that movie just ends with like you're like, what? Like you, you could make a sequel to that movie. Like that because it's just all like I'm gonna have this weird freaky baby at the end. And you're like, what? Right? Isn't that how that ends? Uh yes. She's 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 pregnant with the them, them trying to figure out like what to do. Can we it's keep like, it? What? Can we keep it? <laughs> I couldn't even imagine. Did you ever see Species? I did, but you know that movie came out in the nineties, and I think that's when I saw it, so I don't remember much about it. It was just it was basically contact with an alien like they send us somebody they receive a signal it's dna it's a code for dna and so they end up putting it into an embryo and it grows out to be wow her i had even i had forgotten even that much of it yeah and then basically she's just running around naked fucking everything she can well fucking and killing right oh yeah 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. she doesn't like you she fucking kills you bro Horribly. I remember because it was uh, Michael Madsen. <laughs> the 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 lady in that movie was like w- one of the hot ladies of the of the oh, moments. Yeah. You know, there's always like an an actress that I say there's always. I guess I can't really think of anybody these days, but there's often like an actress. Uh, I would compare her to Kelly LeBrock of uh, the '80s. That's right. like you know, perfectly good actress, but mostly she's there to be sexy. Yeah. Um, be a sexy main character. What was that lady's name? I don't know. Amanda something probably. I don't know. 
I don't know. Amanda something, probably. <laughs> Natasha Henstridge, yeah. I was close. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like, I, I, it's one of those things that's like, the, she, she was the it girl because of the scene. It right? girl, that's a great phrase, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, because I, and I'll always tell the story of, like, I saw that in theaters with my grandparents' <laughs> next-door neighbor, who was, oh. like, my mom's age. Uh-huh. And it was weird, because, like, I was friends with her kid, mm-hmm. and she wanted to go see the movie, and I guess nobody else wanted to go see it. And so, like, I don't know how I, I, don't know how I got involved, <laughs> but it was just me and her. I like so it was I'm just like, this I like to think it was just this lady that's like, I really want to see this movie. Yeah. Any of you people want to see this movie? And you're like, I'll go see it. And you're like fifteen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's like, like, come on, let's go see this movie. <laughs> yeah, I'm like I guess. How when was that when did it say you that probably, movie come out? much like me, I'm sure you saw the commercials and was like, I'll go see that. <laughs> what, what, what year did that come out? Ninety five. So yeah, I would have been fourteen slash fifteen. Yeah. Uh, July seventh. So you were fourteen. Oh, so I would have fourteen. The age. Fourteen years. Fourteen you were years. Quite old. literally, even though I'm, I think it was rated R, the 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 audience for this movie. <laughs> yeah, I'm fourteen years old with a woman that's like probably forty, maybe late thirties, right? <laughs> and that's not my mother. <laughs> uh, and I'm in there like just like oh my god, like there's 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 tits on the screen, but also. I'm with some like I'm with this woman that yeah is, is so that you I think barely know I, I I'd almost say that you could probably draw that psychologically to why I've always been against there's no need for sex in a movie like that isn't porn I mean like that I've probably somehow that like me being in the theater with her made me squeamish towards that on in a movie you know like, hmm. like I, I just don't feel like i don't feel like it does anything for the story like showing i feel like it's just a way for like directors to see women topless <laughs> you know like <laughs> like there's no there's no gain story-wise unless it has to pertain to like unfortunately you know like a character being raped or something or like you know i, I mean like and even then you could just start to do it and cut away. You don't have to show nudity. I don't feel like to get a point across. Like I don't, I'm trying to think of a situation where I think if I saw a tit, I go, you know what? I understand the story now, you know, like I don't think, I don't think me seeing well, nakedness on a, on, in a movie helps me better understand where the where the story writer or the director wanted to go with the film. Yeah, I mean and you're and you're not wrong. It's it's really just scene setting. Like if you think about it, there's there's lots of scenes in movies that don't need to be there, but you are you are setting a mood, you're setting a tone. You're you want to like if a lot of the times it's like, well, I want to film it as if these are real people and in the scene these this person would be naked, you know. The, yeah. the issue is when it's gratuitous and when it's uh, not equivocated. Like, if you're going to show some titties, we need to see some man ass. If you're going to show, 
you know, show a bush, we, let's, we need to see the penis. You know, yeah. like, you don't need to. You don't need to just like shoehorn it in. No one likes to shoehorn a <laughs> penis. Uh, <laughs> but, like I just imagine now, like just like from the side of the camera or something, from the side of the screen, a penis just slowly comes into focus or something. Like, it's, <laughs> nope. it's got to get screen time too. You know. Speaking of, did you know that a flaccid penis? You can show a flaccid penis and get an R rating, but an erect penis, that is NC-17. Huh. Yep. I guess because that that insinuates sex. Right. Exactly. Which is fucking hilarious. Or erectile dysfunction. I mean, like, either <laughs> you can show a lot of erectile dysfunction penises on the screen. Yeah. All right. Anything? What else have you been doing? Oh yeah. Uh, so let's see. Uh, recliner shopping. Okay. Um, Jennifer was looking. Jennifer's to re- recliner. Yeah, she was looking to replace her, uh, her chair. Has been for a while. You know, it was a cheap chair that she bought. Excuse me, many many years ago, from Costco. It was a good chair. You know, held up fine. And so um, I was thinking about, like, you know, I might want to replace my couch. It's, it's, it's served its purpose. And uh, you know, it's just been really interesting because, you know, it's one of those things that you don't look into. You don't know anything about until you decide to go do it. So I was doing all this research about um, recliners and whatnot. It's really crazy. Like, old... Uh, like what you can, you know, the, the difference in what you can get, like powered recliners are so popular now. Yeah. My mom had one, which makes sense. You know, I was like, I was like, wow. Like, and I started, you know, I had to like, is this just an extravagance? Cause you know, my couch, it reclines, but it's just one lever. Basically you pull a, yeah. you pull a string in the couch and the, and the, and the footrest pops up and then you can push back on the, on the back if you want to. Listen, I don't know if you about to know this, but uh, boomers, boomers are coming into age now where they need help. <laughs> yeah, well, well, they it's got the money. <laughs> they got the money. Well, it's... they're reach, reaching that age to where they've got to. They can't be using their legs to push down seat, uh, legs anymore. <laughs> well, it's funny you say that because um, when uh, I went to visit my parents for Christmas. Uh, my dad, they had gotten him a lazy boy chair and it has like, it's got a remote control that, that like magnetizes, like it sits in an indentation on the side and magnetizes Hmm. in. And then you just pull it out so you can look at it because there's literally like four points of articulation. You can raise the feet independently of raising the back, which is independent of the headrest, which goes forward and back which is independent of the lumbar. Um, and it's got like, two, you can like program in two different settings, like a, like a, like a car with driver side programmable settings. Um, and I was telling Jennifer, I was like, you know, we should look at these. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I'm still, she ended up, she ended up picking one out. Um, I have, I've pretty much like, I went from like thinking about replacing my couch with, a, you know, a, a newer, better couch to deciding that what I want was going to be too expensive. So now I'm 
um, going to get a recliner. <laughs> Just haven't decided what, which one yet. And it definitely. Well, is, is, is furniture still short su- supply? Is it still? Uh, I mean, uh, um, depending on what you want, shortage? like some of the things we asked about, they could, they had on stock. Um, I know the one Jennifer ordered will not be in until June. So yes. Um, I know one of the things I, one of the chairs I was interested in, they were like, yeah, uh, looks like we could get you one in December. And I'm like, okay, no longer interested in that. (laughs) Um, I don't know. It's just been really interesting. And also like trying to balance aesthetics versus just getting what you actually want. And I I know, I, I know, I was looking at ones that had like cup holders <laughs> in them. And once I saw that, I was like, you know what? Really? It's just like, uh, it's just like getting what you get in a movie theater now, you know, like pretty much. I mean, you can still go to movie theaters that don't have power recliners, but I feel like they're fewer and further between at this point. So, um, and then we're still watching The Good Place. I think we just finished season two. Um, the last time I talked about it, I I had just watched what I would say at this point was like the worst episode <laughs> of season one. It was kind of funny because I was starting to feel kind of down on the show. And then um, it like just immediately got better from there. And I think that the end of season one and the beginning of season two is just some of the best television I've ever seen. Um, I'm not in love with where they go in season two, but again, the thing I love most about the show is just they introduce a concept. And in most shows you're like, okay, they're going to spend like several episodes on this. Nope. We're going to do it all in the next episode. And then we're on to the next thing. Um, that's one thing I've been enjoying, but they do, I mean, without getting into it, like they really do some like high concept stuff and they do a kind of, a kind of reset at the end of season two that is a little jarring and that I don't know that I'm in love with. Again, it's the kind of thing where they, where they leave it at the end of season two feels like could take up all of season three. But that's what I thought was going to happen with season two. And they like went through that in like an, like two episodes and we're on to the next thing. So we'll see what they do in season three. Um, It's kind of funny. Like last time I talked about the show, I was kind of like leery about it and then got really into it again. And now again, at the end of season two, I'm not as in love with where they decided to go with it. But I also at this point have faith in the writers. I just think they have some really clever ideas. Um, I think it's only four seasons, right? I thought it was five, but okay. Maybe but I mean, there are only like 10 episodes, I think in each season, I think 13 so okay. far has been season one and two. It might've been shorter season one, definitely 13 for season two. It's, it's definitely the kind of show that like, as I'm watching it now, I'm surprised that it remained on the air and never got canceled because (laughs) it's not a very crowd friendly show, in my opinion, Um, particularly when they do these things that kind of like resets the characters. Um, People 
don't tend to like the idea of kind of like resetting characters and messing around with that kind of thing. Plus Jason's character, like <sighs> to have, yeah. I mean, luckily the writers are good enough that they managed to mostly come up with like clever things for him. But like, I, I I've long ago accepted that he, that character's not going away, <laughs> but he's just so dumb. He's so well acted. <laughs> yeah. And he's, yeah, the actor is like great. And I often wonder, like, I wonder what that actor thinks about this character being their most famous. <laughs> role. Well, he was in, uh, he was in that movie I mentioned with Charlie Day. Oh, really? Well, good uh, for him. He, yeah, like all these characters, except for Kristen Bell and Ted Danson, I feel like all these characters were kind of not nameless, but, you know, like much, much lesser known TV character actors. And so hopefully The Good Place has given them all good opportunities. Um, the um, British Indian girl I had never heard of before, I looked her up and apparently she mostly did like... Uh, like like British, I don't know. Total Request Live type shows, like like yeah. announcer. She was like an announcer slash news, not news, but like like um, pop news, I guess I would say. Um, so interesting to see because she's really good in that role. But uh, you know, still sticking with it. The uh, and the only other thing that I've been doing is I've been playing a game called Infernax. This is a game I didn't even know existed, never heard of before until last week. Someone retweeted a video into my feed that I thought was hilarious. Uh, this is a game. It is a it's an NES-style game. Um, uh, came out like a couple weeks ago. Like, it's a new, you know, it's a retro-style game. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it is directly comparable to Castlevania 2 Simon's Quest because it is a 2D side scroller um you have a mace you have a shield it's pretty basic you have a little MP bar that you can cast a couple spells um and mostly you are um running across the countryside destroying demons and, and skeletons and undead and whatnot. Um, and there are some NPCs that you can talk to and you take some re- really basic quests. Uh, there are little save save point statues. And it's it's just like a nice little difficult difficult but fair. It's kind of it's kind of Dark Souls like in that way. Um, you will die a lot playing it, but it's got a good sense of humor. It's the kind of game like they they know they recognize the sources that they are drawing on and there are some funny bits um that they that they put in the to the game to kind of wink at you in that way so it's it's kind of kind of made for me in a way um i think i am nearing the end of the game so it's a nice quick play i think i just i just started playing it like at the end of last week after i put down final fantasy 7 and that will be perfect because this weekend, the next game from the Dark Souls creator comes out, Elden Ring. The embargo just lifted today, and it's getting absolutely glorious reviews. Um, so, for the first time, I'm going to try and I'm going to get into one of those games when it comes out. Usually I wait. <laughs> like, Dark Souls, I think, came out in 2011, and I didn't play it until, like, 2014 or something. Um 
most of those games because I never know I never knew if I was going to like them or not. I bought on sale. This is the first one that I just I want to go ahead and jump into it and see what it's like. And apparently it's massive and long, so I'm expecting that to consume my time. And that's that's about it for me. Okay. Um, I've watched, I've caught up to date with all of Star Trek Discovery. Star That's, Trek Discovery. Is that the one with the, it's like a prequel? Was. Okay. But now it's, I mean. And the main, and the main. Spoilers, I think like in season two. Two, they jump to the future. Oh, interesting! And yeah. like the main character, uh, like the the captain is a uh, black lady from Orange is the New Black. I think is that right? I haven't watched Orange is the New Black since oh, okay. season one. Okay. okay, so I couldn't say, but I can tell you that I believe that from the from what I thought because she always seemed to be the forerunner. Mm-hmm. But she's not. She's just the main character. What do you mean? I'm, I, well, I mean, like, at the beginning of the series, she's not a captain. Oh, okay. She's just the main character. She's just the one that the, the, the show follows. Um, huh, okay. Uh, oh, she was on Walking Dead. That's right. That's right. Was she? Yeah, I think she shows up later. Okay. I mean, I, I don't know. Um But yeah, it's it's I don't know. That's don't right. Know. It's yeah. Hit or miss. It's, yeah. It's it's okay. I mean I look for I I do look forward to watching it right now. Mm-hmm. But I've I've caught up to it to where it's episodic now for me so it's not oh really, I'm yeah just, i'm just waiting week to week and i'm all like i've already canceled my subscription of paramount it ends at the end of the month <laughs> that's funny so i just like, canceled oh, it earlier today it popped up on my calendar i was like oh yep time yeah. to cancel that <laughs> yeah so i went ahead and canceled that um and i don't think i even bothered with the showtime i paid for showtime too and i canceled because they were both like 99 cents for two months or something like that on amazon and I had picked them both up because I was like, you know what, ninety nine cents. You know, I'll pay nine. I'll pay a dollar ninety eight for the next two months for for each of these channels. Right. I'm sure I can get a dollar ninety eight worth of entertainment, and I have out of Paramount. But Showtime, mm. I'm not sure I've watched anything on Showtime. Oh, there's like, a few different. I think Showtime has uh, Yellow Jackets. Uh, yeah, it does. Did you check that out? No. That that that, that looks like. That looks like a matte show to me. It's got well, actors that I figured you liked, and it's got well, but yeah, mystery. but I mean, I don't know, I don't know what it's. It's a flash flashbacky show, if I'm not right. mistaken. Yes, uh, and but it looked very drama y. Mm-hmm. Oh, the well. plot was the plot seemed like it was gonna like the synopsis seemed like it was very drama, like it was like these. I think it was a cheerleading thing is that what it was is that what the uh, it's are? like cheerleading or soccer yeah something and they, and and they like, cra- it's like it's it's part 
these teenage girls crash in the forest. Oh, that's what a, it is. On a plane in the 90s, and then in the future, um, or the current the present times. Time. Yeah. Present times, yeah. So it jumps back and forth. Yeah, that's what and it Apparently was. shit went down, like Lord of the Flies style yeah. shit went down yeah. in the past. Yeah. Now if they spun it, now if it got spun out to like sci-fi shit, something happened, I probably would be interested in watching it. Mild spoilers, my understanding is some... Oh, okay. Extra, extra normal things happen. Oh, maybe I will check it out. There you go. (laughs) In the next five days before it expires. (laughs) Uh, That's a weekend. I got a weekend. Yeah. Um, So there's only one season out so far. So yeah, I don't know. I, it was, I saw it and I was like, oh, okay. Cause it, does it have, uh, uh, Johnny Depp's crazy wife in it? Ex-wife? Oh, I don't think so. Amber uh, Heard? I know. I don't. I don't think so. I know it has Christina Ricci and Juliette Lewis. Because I thought, I thought the girl in the what was it called? Yellow Jackets. Yeah, I thought in the the picture for it. Okay, it just it, she she just kind of looks like Amber Heard to me. Like oh, the, okay. The picture. This girl in the picture of that yellow jackets where the yellow jackets on her face or whatever. That the the the, the female character there kinda looks like Amber Heard to me. If you see that picture when you search yellow jackets. Hmm. Um Yeah, so I I should watch something on Showtime before it expires, I guess. Uh what else? Um watch that movie, watch that. Kingsman movie, which was, uh, I would not recommend it. Oh, okay. Um, what else? Uh, show notes here. You ever think about weighing yourself before and after you have a bowel movement just so you can know <laughs> how much shit you were full of? <laughs> we used to do that when we were having our, um, uh, weight, weight loss contests. Yeah. yeah, I say we used to do that. Like I, I cannot control when when it's time for me. <laughs> yeah, I am not regular. Um, but uh, yeah, I definitely used to check that. Like just to see. It, it, it I was always uh, frustrated that it never really <laughs> amounted to much. You'd have to think, right? That it has to be less than what goes in, right? As like far it as shouldn't food, be more. Like the weight of the f- you mean? Yeah. 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 Sure. Like if I eat, if well, I eat a pound of food, I, I it shouldn't be a pound when it comes out, right? Uh, I don't know enough about how much we absorb it, into the body. Well, it should be some. It should be some. Yes. I mean, even if it was, you know, I eat sixteen ounces, it should be. 15.9 at least when it comes out. I mean, like it True. shouldn't be, it shouldn't be 16.1. Like what is going on with my body? <laughs> um, do you think it would be successful? I, I, I thought I saw them talking about blizzard making a mobile app. So do you think it would be successful if you built an AR game like Pokemon Go that tied to your World of Warcraft character. 
Wait, what? You, say that again. Do you think it would be successful for you to for Blizzard to make an AR mobile game like Pokemon Go and tied it to your World of Warcraft character? Like it was I don't know. tied to your account and like while you're out in the world you could like fight things or something and that would give you like interesting items or something in World of Warcraft. I mean, I would think so. I I guarantee if Activision thought that that would make them money, they would be working on it. <laughs> and maybe they would maybe they well, are. You mean Microsoft? <laughs> well, not yet. Um Trying to separate shopping carts can make even the smartest person look like an idiot. <laughs> you mean like when they're all like accordioned to get together yeah. and you're trying to pull yeah, it when out? They're all stacked together and you're like, you go up to pull one out and you're like, this motherfucker's stuck. Now it's like, how? And you pull on it a few more times, you're like, this. Uh, and you get kind of frustrated because you're like in public and you're like, this yeah. should be easy to do this. It should just slide right out. That's what she said. <laughs> and so you like, I was like, ah, and you just move on to the next one. Like you don't, you're like, I'm, I'm not going to try to problem solve this. Somebody else can deal with that. I'm just going to go to the next rack of them and I'll try to get one from there. Like, uh, you feel like it should be an easy thing to figure out, but you're in this moment of like, this wasn't supposed to happen. I'm a deer in the headlights. Uh, go to the next one. Just see if that one works. But I was just thinking, like, yeah, you could be the smartest person in the world, and as soon as as soon as you try to pull pull on it and it jams up, you're like, "Fuck, I look like an idiot." Um, we talked about the complaining too much. Um, in a pet's world, are are we their DoorDash? <laughs> Does that make sense to you? Like, I mean, like thinking, like I mean, they, they don't just pay come us. up to you. They come up to you and they just go meow, or they go rough and they go meow, whimper or some shit. And you're like, fine, I'll get you some damn food. I mean, we're more like the chef and the waiter and the maitre d. Yeah. <laughs> Except like, in this right. restaurant, there's only one thing, and it's yeah. uncooked. <laughs> like you got to envy pets for the way that they can excitedly eat the same thing every fucking meal or you gotta hate the owners that gives them the same fucking thing justin get some different food what get a variety nah it is funny though not funny but like if you introduce variety it can actually introduce digestive problems for them (laughs) better to keep it the same isn't it pointless Oh, I already said that. Uh, last thing I have is that Pam and Tommy movie. Have you seen that on Hulu? Have you seen an ad? Is it a movie? Yeah. So it has um, Pam Smash and Tommy. And Stan. It's a movie, isn't it? I, I I mean, I thought it was a show. I guess I don't know. I thought it was a movie. Drama yeah, series. Oh, it's a miniseries. Okay. Um. Hey, Taylor Schilling. But yeah, it has yeah Sebastian in it, uh, Winter Soldier, um, and like in the in the trailer for it, uh, Pamela Anderson's character is distraught about you know 
the effect it's going to have on her that this movie's coming out or whatever. And I immediately was like, uh, but didn't you do, you did playboy like playboy. You had, you had done like playboy, like once or twice, I think before that ever came out. And then I started, I, I, I don't know, for some odd reason I had this, uh, this rationale of like, you've done nudity stuff. I don't think I don't I, I but I I understand I like I understand it's an invasion of privacy and everything and it's also it's it's acts acts and stuff, but I I don't I for some odd reason in my head they're on like it's like a grayscale almost of the difference between posing naked for Playboy and just a porn video uh, you know a uh, filmed porn video of yourself? Yeah, well, I, I mean, there's a big difference, I think. I, mean, as, I will say that I don't think that she was concerned about... It's it's not like... <laughs> it's not like she's concerned about mm, her modesty or anything. I think that it's all that she's embarrassed by the video. You know, as, as many people would be and doesn't you know, did, never wanted but that guess, being released and would like to put all that behind her. I guess I don't understand the embarrassment. Like, well, there's a difference between a photo shoot where you can control every aspect of how you're being viewed and a sex tape where, you know, despite what porn tries to show us, you know, is not particularly glamorous most of the time. I, I mean, I haven't, I have not seen the video, but I imagine it's not particularly flattering because sex is not particularly flattering when it's private. It's funny. I don't know the video either. Yeah. Um, But I just, I guess, I guess I don't understand. Yeah, I guess it just doesn't register to me. Like for some odd reason, it just like, I, I, I think like a, a person that isn't, I, I would think she would she would have been more comfortable with her body and everything like that than say the average person, which would be the embarrassing part of it. Okay, um, I can I can see I can see what you're saying from that perspective. Like like if you and I were intimate with a woman or something, and like a sex tape come out, I I think that's different. It's different for us because we haven't posed naked. We haven't it, we haven't been yeah. assured that our 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 bodily form is. Right looked upon as a sex symbol, you know, like, so therefore we would be embarrassed if it came out because, uh, but, but when I think of like that, but like I said, it's, I can also understand like she has, I'm not saying she doesn't have, she can't be, you know, it's just hard for me to comprehend that because of her, what I thought she was comfortable with. Right. As, as when it comes in regards to sex, and you know, being posing and Playboy and all that kind of stuff—it's just, which is weird to me. Like I don't know. It's when it, I was like, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. It's interesting though to think about like, like that was that. That was probably the first major leaked sex tape. Yeah, I would think so. Like. 
It was I, I was I was listening to a podcast where they were they were talking about the series and they played a um they played a clip and it was a clip where Pam and Tommy are like getting on the computer and trying to figure out how to even like Delete access it? to like see what's uh -huh. going like to figure like to even see what what is out there exactly and 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 they're like they don't they don't understand the internet because it's so new at the time <laughs> yeah i'm trying to think like what's the other let's see you have that and you have uh what is it ray j ray j and kim kardashian that was another sex tape thing i think ray j wasn't that the guy's name? Ray J? He was a oh, I don't know. rapper slash TV star, I think. Ray. That was Ray J. Ray J. Yeah. Oh, there's actually a Wikipedia entry for famous celebrity sex tapes. But it's not organized chronologically. What no, the actually, hell? Actually, oh, man. Oh, I'll be damned. What'd you find out? What's the matter? What? Nothing. I was oh. just saying, I was saying all damned to that chronologically thing. Like, it's Oh like, yeah. Like, that should be the major thing that it's, I guess. I mean, I don't know. So uh, on, on this website though, it says in 1980, 1988, for example, a sex tape caused significant damage to Rob Lowe's career. I had no idea. Huh? Yeah. Right. Interesting. Did it though? <laughs> I mean, I didn't know about it, so I guess it all worked out. <laughs> was he on? Was he on the? He was on the up and up, and then it all came tumbling down. It's funny because I just watched Wayne's World. It was like, for some odd reason, I was watching something on YouTube, and it just jumped into Wayne's World, like the movie on YouTube. And I was like, whatever, I'm doing something else. Just let it play. So to add on to your question and discussion about Pamela Anderson, which, again, I want to make clear, like at the end of the day, her privacy was violated and Obviously, we should all yes. have control over that. But in 2005, Pamela Anderson and Brett Michaels had a sex tape released as a DVD. <laughs> oh, OK. The footage had been circulating. OK, so in that case, they just took ownership of it, which I can respect. You know, like I'm sure at that point they were like, you know what? People are just going to get it for free. We might as well copyright that shit. It's ours and sell it. Yeah. Yeah. TIL about that. Uh, about that Rob Lowe. But this one I knew. Chuck Berry, U.S. musician, had recorded videos of himself urinating on and engaging in coprophilia with women. Coprophilia is scat. Involving sexual oh, arousal and pleasure from feces, Matt. Okay. <laughs> you know? Just FYI. I, I can't kink shame, you know? I mean, There's like, There's a Wikipedia you know, for that one, too. <laughs> if people are accepting of it, you know, go ahead. Absolutely. Unfortunately. As long as everybody's consenting in it, you guys can do whatever. But once that feces starts flinging my way, <laughs> we got a problem. What it is. Unwanted. But yeah, Ray J. Kim Kardashian. That was a a famous sex tape. Still, I haven't seen that one either. 
But anyways, I need to watch that. I have uh, you. You guys should watch that. Uh, I Tanya movie. Tell me what you think of that. I've wanted to watch that movie. Yeah. Yeah, you guys should watch that. Great, that movie also has Sebastian movie. Stan. Apparently, Sebastian Stan is all about starring in movies about "quote unquote" you know trashy characters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, you should check it out. I, I highly enjoyed that when I saw it. Um, yeah, it looked good, and I, I saw good reviews. That's just I, I. I'm telling you, Matt. I don't when I when I say that I don't understand how people with uh kids have hobbies it's because even as someone who does not have kids i i have the time but i just feel unmotivated <laughs> well yeah i mean that's a mental state right yeah totally or or a maybe a it may not even be mental it just may be body chemicals you know i mean just it could be yeah chemistry um that's the thing about yeah, I wish I, I I envy people. Well, maybe I don't. I don't know. If we if we I envy people if the medical advancements keep happening to where we can understand the body better, as if it's like Star Trek shit, and we can like look at a person and just like understand like this is the chemical stuff that's happening in your body. This is why you're feeling this way. This is why you. You know, this is why you're thinking this way, blah, blah, blah. We can adjust that. You know, I, I envy the future uh, if we continue to make great advancements for medical stuff. But yeah. I don't envy the future if we go to nuclear holocaust or some shit like that. Or a World War Three, Which, I mean, like, will we go to war over Ukraine? Who knows, Justin? I don't fucking know. Yeah. Like I, I have no idea. I have no idea what our stance is. Do I need to put one of those do I need to put for the Ukraine out in my yard? Like a sign? Is that a thing? I don't know. So anyways. Uh if you'd like to send us an email, you can do so at letter out at you can follow us on Twitter at Atlantis Cash. You can follow Justin Atlantis Beats. You can follow me Atlantis Matt. Uh, thanks for this episode four hundred and fifty four of Outlandish. Uh, we look forward to recording the next one. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see you soon. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye. Right, there you go. Say thank you for listening to Outlandish. Thank you, Good enough.